What's up, listeners? Apologies in advance. We had some technical difficulties, so the sound quality is subpar, but the content quality is top-notch. Due to the fact that we'll be taking a short hiatus next week for the holiday, on this week's pod, Coin and I will hand out what we dub our Thanksgiving Awards. After a brutal gambling week 10, we will definitely bounce back with our bookie show picks, including a Falcons hashtag teaser night football. Coin will then jump to the NBA and try to stump me, and then we out. Let's do it. Oh, spilled everywhere there. Nice. Oh, that, my friends, is the sound of a couple brews being cracked. And this is the sound of your favorite podcast, The Rookie Show. The Rookie Show. Welcome, everybody, back to The Rookie Show. I am one of your hosts, Travis Knoll. Nice. Nice. So good at it now. Oh, shit, I don't have a name for you. Uh, Joining me, as per usual, Mr. 503 himself, Mm -hmm. permanent employee, Oh, did I ruin the surprise? Oh, no, you're Columbia. Good. What do you guys call yourselves? Outerwear? Columbia Sportswear. Sportswear. Uh, mm-hmm. Congratulations to Elvis Coin. Uh, what up, Coin? Foot pain. Step into some Dr. Knowles inserts. A what up? No. Did uh, not ruin anything. You're all good. Okay, we good. There anyways. But congrats. You weren't going to hey, get thanks, there? thanks, man. Or you were going to get there? I was going to. We were going to get oh, there, but okay. it was fine. Didn't really ruin anything. Oh, it's exciting. You've been uh, it is exciting. trying to get out of the contract bit game for mm-hmm. how many years now? Uh, the, weirdly enough, I think it came on the day I got my initial contract offer three years ago. So mm. there you go. Yeah. It's very exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. It is exciting stuff. Feels You're good to in. have uh, actual, actual future, not just be like, all right, so you guys going to extend me? Because I think yeah. that was coming up in like a month. Mm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good Christmas present and a good Thanksgiving present. It is. It is indeed. Uh, Coin, what might you be drinking this evening? No, I'm drinking for you this evening. The Red Hook Hazy Big Ballard Imperial IPA. I'm not sure if it's called the Yasher You Betcha, but... (laughs) It kind of looks like that's what it says yeah, on the no, cans. I, I think that, it's just yeah. called the Hazy Big Ballard, but I really like the colors. We got like some Phoenix Suns colors going on. Yeah, my glare always fucks up how you can see my can. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. I can, I can, I get the. It's gist. like a, it's, it feels Nate. It's not navy blue. It's like a deep purple. Okay. And okay. this is like a lighter purple on top, and it's kind of got that orange. It looks like the the sunburst Suns uniforms, you know? Mm, sure, of course. But the other thing is, this is somewhere between. A tall girl and a tall boy, the 19.2 fluid ouncer. Do these have a name yet? Whoa, 19.2? Is it mm-hmm. transitioning, maybe? Okay. Transcan? <laughs> I don't know if that's what we want to call it. <laughs> Wait, is, um, trans, is it transsexual? Is that what the full word is? What is trans? What? How do you finish trans? Yeah, transsexual. Yeah, transsexual. Cansexual? Eh, Pansexuals doesn't really work. We'll get there. I'll come back to something next week for it. Okay. Um, I didn't really know those existed. So 19 points. Yeah, right. I feel like I've seen them occasionally, but 
I always just assumed they were the 24 ounces. You got a 19 ounce 8.7 percenter. You're going to get fucked up on one beer. Yeah, I'm going to be a little fricked up on this thing. Fricked up. Uh, I got to mm-hmm. say, really like the can. Oh, thank you. Me too. I think yeah, it's great. Got the, I like the, the, the water. The water waves yeah. right here kind of going into the it's it's really nice. I'm really enjoying this. Game. Okay, good. I'm glad. And you'd never mm-hmm. seen or heard of it before. It's a new one. For I had never. Nope. Okay. Good. And Red Hook's like a bigger company, isn't it? I have no okay. idea. Never heard of that either. Okay. Never mind. Maybe then. it's Portland. No. It's local. What are you drinking for me? I am drinking a beer that is very popular in Chicago. Um Seattle. It, oh, it's from Seattle. Yours is from Seattle. I'm trying to. From, I'm pretty sure that it's an Indiana brewery, but I. Oh yeah, it's from Munster, Indiana. Ah, like three, the cheese. Three Floyd's Brewing. Mm. And this is, uh, yeah, it's a popular one. If you go to bars around here, they typically have beers from Three Floyd's. And this is probably the most popular one. It's called the Gumball Head, and oh. it is. It, I'm drinking the bottle, not a can. It's a drawn, it looks like a cat who is an astronaut, perhaps. Um, Catstronaut, that's not bad. Catstronaut, catstronaut. We've got cansexual and catstronaut. Um, it's got FFF on the helmet, which I guess is the three Floyds. Floyd, Floyd, Floyd. It is an American wheat pale ale. Um, I don't know, the label's interesting. It's like crayon almost. Yeah, no, it's kind of giving me some cat dog vibes. Mm, I could see. I could see cat dog for sure. But mm. it's a pretty solid beer. Good beer. No, I, I like the label a lot, actually. Sometimes, you know, you don't want this, like, overdone, super polished drawing on the front of it. It's I like that it's it's a little scribbled out and looks yeah. like an idea that they just had last minute. Exactly. Exactly. And I think it's their flagship beer. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Good looking beer. How are your beers for the week? Well, you alluded to it already. So Friday night. I found out that I am now a full-time employee, no longer on contract. So we went out and celebrated accordingly, had mm-hmm. some uh, champagne at home, mm-hmm. and then we went and tossed some axes around on Friday mm-hmm. night. That's that was right. pretty fun. I'd, n- I'd never been axe throwing before. Um, so yeah, we went and got some food before, some beers, and then the, the axe throwing was at a brewery too, so we had some beers there. Interesting because I've been to axe throwing twice in Chicago, and maybe like the laws are different, but... All the ones in Chicago, they're like very adamant that you can't drink and there's no like alcohol involved. But I've heard mm. that other cities have them where you drink at the same time. So I would say conversely, I was getting pretty drunk towards the end of our yeah, throwing. Yeah. While throwing uh, I will say disappointing showing for me. I mm. thought I was going to be amazing at it. I walked up there. Uh, you know, the lady was like kind of explaining to people and I just first two toss, I was like, bang, bang, you know, just put them right in there. And then we start playing this game. It's kind of like around the world darts and there's like bonus, bonus, uh, markings on the board. Yeah. And I just wasn't that good. And, mm. uh, the girlfriends, the girlfriends extremely good at the game. Mm. So I got my ass kicked by girls at back throwing. It was good. That's interesting. Uh, when Nate was here in Chicago, we, he and I went axe throwing and, uh, I was, I feel like we were both fine at it but the little yeah. tiny blue dot the like 15 pointer or whatever yeah, literally yeah. neither one of us hit it the entire time and we were totally sober mm-hmm. so i i mean we got super close a lot but mm-hmm. so kind of a fresh i think i i think i hit the edge once but the, there was like leah went one time and she hit it three straight times oh my word like trying to hit it yeah it was ridiculous that's insanity maybe it's a woman's yeah. game extra maybe it's a woman's game she's gotta have more finesse just trying to be too yeah. strong with it you know gotta be it gotta be um it. And then Saturday night, uh, Graham, 
avid listener, Shouts Graham, just moved to Oregon City. They bought a house. Congratulations. And so we helped them move a few things and then uh, went out to dinner and then also got pretty trashed that night. I, I wasn't really planning on getting drunk two nights in a row, and uh, I was definitely hung over for the last two days. It was good. Did Graham buy you a drink or dinner for helping him move? He did buy me dinner, actually. Nice. What a, what a yeah. small fella. Well, fella. I can't imagine he actually moved any of his own stuff. I've never. No, no, no. He happened. parked the car and then he was like, oh, I got to do something. And he was just kind of <laughs> gone for a half hour and I moved it all. It Came crazy. in in a walking boot. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Oh, mm-hmm. good. I'm glad to hear it. What about you, Noel? Any beers this weekend? No beers again, because I'm still kind of on a diet. Oh, because I'm going to diet. On uh, Saturday night, wanted to take. So long time ago when I was living in San Francisco, I took Katie out to a wine bar. Just kind of like fancy little place. A really good time. And we haven't really been to just like strictly a wine bar date in a long time. So Katie was reminiscing about that the other day. So I'm like, all right, I'll take I'll take her out to a wine bar. So I found this place called Grapes and Grains. And mm-hmm. uh, we went and I was in all the pictures and stuff. It's like low light. I was expecting just kind of like a romantic thing. And the setting was like that. And there was live, but it was live music and it was a piano. And I would have expected just like this classical music playing in the background or whatever but it was just straight up like the dueling piano bars but only with one piano where she was just like taking requests the whole night of any types of song you wanted which was pretty awesome like it, it okay i was gonna ask did you enjoy it i was like that oh yeah fantastic. well not only Person, that yeah so they're seating us and it looks like they basically put one of those like tv trays that you set in front of your couch to eat and watch yeah TV. Basically, they'd set one of those up, literally touching the end of the piano. Like we were, <laughs> and they sat us right there. We were literally at the piano. So it's just, we're one on one end and the pianist is on the other end. And then everyone else in the whole place is looking directly at us because we're between. Oh, I bet you love that. Piano. Oh yeah, of course. Well, and then we were singing every song. We we're requesting every song. Um, we got extremely drunk we drank a lot of wine <laughs> oh, hell yeah and hell yeah. uh she was playing they the un um unrequested by us did play all-star i think i sent you guys nice. some snaps and some nice. videos you did, i don't know you how did. those I videos came out or not um, they did i could definitely hear i could tell okay okay but it was a uh, fantastic one, so. that was that sounds favorite. amazing i would love yeah. to do that it was great it was great i was very hungover on sunday <laughs> i also got uh this is just random fact got an illinois id this weekend so no longer oh. montana id because mine i need to get a i need to get an oregon id yeah i think mine's expiring soon probably next year yeah most likely because you're younger mm-hmm. than you, so. yeah true okay um i guess that's it for our beers for the weekend yeah sounds good for the beers uh i will say before we get into our next thing yeah i guess i could have done it later but worst gambling weekend it. of the year for me i got a, i got murdered <laughs> We are going to get, well, I, we, I could do this real quick. We'll get to the gambling aspect, but I did have a little bit of a bounce back overall weekend in the sense that mm. Washington, huge win over the Bucks, Just fantastic. Massive win. It was sick. Very that drive sick. was so awesome. It was so, so awesome. awesome. So great. Um, and then fantasy, I did pretty well. I think two out of three, although you did beat me in, in one of our leagues, but my other two leagues won. So uh, gambling, yeah, it was brutal out there. It was a, a bloodbath. I think a lot of people got killed this weekend. Yeah, a lot of lot of big upsets. Um, mm-hmm. If you had any parlays, you definitely did not win. So. No. Um, I have a couple of thoughts that I was thinking about um, just watching a lot of football, watching a lot of ads. And some of these were from 
ads that I saw a while back that I'm just now mentioning, but two ad campaigns that I just would like to salute. And I think they're good. The Gatorade. Oh, I know you're going to say it already. Uh, yeah. And on the second one, go on the first. I don't know if you know, I don't think you do. Okay. 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 Get, well, actually I'm pretty positive you don't, cause I don't think you'll like the second one at all. The okay. First one Gatorade's G is for greatness. You see those are just like commercials. There's like ones with like DK Metcalf and um, Jason Tatum and some other dudes. Mm, and it's just so, like yeah. G it's got the Gatorade G and it'll say like grit and it'll say like, uh, I don't know. What's another good word that starts with G grind, grind, grit and grind. Uh-huh. And then show dude, like dude doing athletic stuff. And then the end is just like, uh, or I think it's greatness starts with G that's it. Greatness starts with G mm. like starts mm-hmm. with Gatorade. Like, that's good. It's a good ad. That's a good commercial. I'll have to it's hear, a good what, commercial. hear how um, your advertising boo feels about some of these. She's in okay. or out. She's the she's the marketing pro, right? She is. Uh, I'll, I'll have to ask her. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> okay. The other one, Buffalo Wild Wings. Who they are saying the the greatest of all times. Oh, so, like when you go to Buffalo Wild Wings, it is the greatest of all times. And That's you good. and I both hate the goat thing, but since everybody's overusing greatest of all time and goat, I think greatest of all times is a good, just a good little slogan for B-dubs. Especially since nobody else is really doing it. That's yeah. smart. First time I heard yeah. it. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, good for you, B-dubs. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm, so, I'm shocked that this wasn't your one. Uh, like, yeah. Just the, the new, the progressive commercials with the stopping people from becoming their parents are so fucking good. I love them. You don't like them. Oh no! Come on now, they're awesome. Yes. Okay. Okay. Fantastic. Even I, I'm waiting for them to just be like one. I will. The only one that didn't really land was like the too many pillows one. But the one when they're going to the game and he's like, he's like, good thing we got to close to the exit too. Right when the game's over, out of here. Like, <laughs> yeah, the whistle. Damn it, that's so good. I just saw and the new one it. with the dude in the grocery store and he's he's like so many so many types of water why do they have so many and they're just like going up and down the aisle they're all good it is very good i like in the in the football game one and he's like we don't need to talk about parking he's like well that is a money maker imagine how much this place rakes in every weekend any other ad campaigns that we um no i think i'm good right now but i'm glad you called those out because i was actually thinking about this the other day and i keep forgetting to like make notes on my phone because i i did also want to salute the progressive ones specifically. I'm like, I love these commercials. They're so, so good. good. I don't know anyone who doesn't like them. So. No. Okay. For our uh, first big segment of the week coin um, yes. listeners, we will not be gracing you with a pod next week. It is the week of Thanksgiving. We'll be, I'll yep. be traveling. You'll be with family. So mm-hmm. we're going to do a Thanksgiving themed segment here today. True. We are going to call this the Thanksgiving awards um yep. they're going to be nfl related in some yep. way um and that's about it we don't really as you guys know we don't like pretty much no criteria. criteria criteria no no rules yeah. we're each going to give out five thanksgiving related awards to nfl related people places or things yep okay sounds perfect to me would you like to go first i'll go first do you want me to go first i don't care i'll go first okay oh i'll just you, you no okay. okay i'll take it okay so this is me giving you no i'm kidding uh no thanksgiving toss. awards yeah no toss my first award noel 
is going to be the Flaky Buttermilk Buttermilk Biscuits Award. Mm. This is awarded to the standout white player who defies the odds and is a crucial player in the league and not just that, a bona fide star. That would be, of course, Cooper Cup. Mm. Leading the league in receiving yards, uh, number one fantasy wideout. All he does is produce day in and out, day in and day out, much like you can enjoy a little biscuit year round. Okay. So, and this ties to Thanksgiving because you typically have those. On oh, I like biscuits or rolls. Yeah. Biscuits and rolls. It's the biscuit and or roll award, but it's good. Mm-hmm. It, it's good all year round. It's okay. awards to the good white player. Yeah. Is, is, are there any other players that come to mind that have, won this award in the past who who would have won it in the past i assume mccaffrey maybe would have won it mccaffrey definitely is a a, a staple okay. in the running i would say um trying to think of some other ones uh justin williams or nick sorry nick williams of the atlanta falcons of course um <laughs> wait is he white oh he's a little white guy. yeah oh yeah, yeah he is yeah okay uh cole beasley mm, beasley okay. uh yeah, yeah yeah due to covid concerns was not available to be president for the awards but <laughs> Jim Rats. Yeah, Jim Rats. Okay. Great award. Great award. Thank you. I will be giving out the Pumpkin Pie Award. Oh, I uh, and I don't know if you're going to like what um, this embodies here, but it is going to be. So the pumpkin pie, how I think of pumpkin pie, you, you kind of get excited about it coming into Thanksgiving season. You have a bite or two of pumpkin pie. You're like, this is pretty great. Uh, pumpkin pie is awesome. I feel like by the time you've had a whole slice of pumpkin pie, I'm like, okay, I'm good on pumpkin pie for the year. Maybe mm-hmm. you don't agree. There's probably people that love pumpkin pie all year round. Um, but that one bite, that first couple bites convinced you pumpkin pie is good. And I like pumpkin pie. It's being awarded to Jimmy Garoppolo. And that is because Jimmy G feel like most of the time kind of sucks. Then he has this one big Monday night game where they just totally house the Rams convinces the whole team jimmy g's good he's our guy and then they suffer through it for the rest of the year like we don't really like jimmy g but we remember that first bite of jimmy i really like where you went with the award my mind goes in a different direction but it's okay because i actually named it something else okay, um, okay. you probably I, I very much agree i have no, no no i very much agree with your logic here too and i guess i'll pose the same question that you did did you have any other players in mind when you're thinking about this award? um I mean, there were probably other I, – I was tempted to go Kirk Cousins, but I actually – No, man, Kirky. When I got through it, better. I feel like Kirk Cousins has pretty much always been like a slightly above average quarterback who will have Bingo. some stinkers. But I don't know that there's ever been a season where you're like, okay, Kirk Cousins sucks. Like I don't think anyone thinks or can yeah. – can can truly say Kirk Cousins sucks. Let's do, I agree. You can make the argument that Jimmy G sucks. I think I would make the argument that Jimmy G sucks. In fact, I would too. Um, I would say career long wise, you could go. You could give this career long award to Jared Goff. Could be based on his one Super Bowl season. Yeah, but the rest of the time he's just fucking sucked. So the one bite is is that one season or and and Carson Wentz. And they're always linked together. I feel I like both Wentz, of these quarterbacks. I think I considered Wentz because Wentz is okay. even like that uh, throughout a, a given season too. Like it's uh, funny because it, it might even be it. Wentz might be too good to be. I mean, I kind of like pumpkin pie, but in your mind, Wentz might have moments that are too good to be pumpkin pie. Yeah, yeah. I think 
There's probably another analogy with Carson Wentz. I have to think about that. Yeah, definitely. For for more okay. of a boomer bust thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love it. What else? Um, my award is called the Pumpkin Pie Without Whipped Cream Award. Oh. Yeah. So pumpkin pie on its own is still pretty decent. Um, sometimes even surprisingly good. I personally like pumpkin pie on Thanksgiving. I go after it. I make sure I have a piece. I want it there. But you're, but you're right. I don't really seek it out year round. Sure. Uh, but without the whipped cream, it does just feel like it's missing something. And that award goes to this year's Tennessee Titans without Derrick Henry. Mm. The Titans are seven and two, but without their monster running back, it's hardly it's hard to truly believe the flavor will be right when you're biting into the pumpkin pie. Um, and you might still be shocked at the beginning, like, oh, they're winning these games. They're still pretty good. But I feel like in the end, I'm going to be like, man, I really wish they had whipped cream. Just needed the whipped cream. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, um, in general, may surprise you, not a big whipped cream guy. Um, but also okay. pumpkin pie typically is not eaten with ice cream, correct? Correct. Kind of a weird, be a weird combo because it's very yeah, yeah, yeah. smooth and soft as it is. I believe the soft, it's also yeah, eight and two. Go on, go for it. Eight and two. Excuse me. Even okay. better. Just making sure. Even better. Um, I have a feeling you could be very right, and we will see that they will uh, they will fizzle out, and we'll see that they're just plain all pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. They've been pretty damn good though. They yeah. have been pretty damn good. They've got I've some really good wins on their schedule. Roster, their, yeah, it's uh, yeah, their schedule. Yeah. I, the one futures bet I'm actually they easily have they easily have the best winning schedule in the league right like yeah for wins over teams they've definitely had the best season of anybody so far indisputed yeah good good award uh my next award will be sort of the opposite this will be the green bean casserole award Uh, i've been i love this very outspoken on thanksgiving pods and otherwise that i love green bean casserole Fucking gbc bangs and yes. i've wondered why do i not make thanks or uh, green bean casserole throughout the year i don't think i would mm-hmm. get sick of it nope. um i'm awarding the green bean casserole this is an, a weird entity to a, give an award to to washington football team wins and here's why they happen very rarely they don't happen very often but when they do I'm pretty stoked. I'm pretty jacked and pumped for the Washington football team. Especially, feels like all three of our wins this year, the first two were against bad teams. Sorry for Falcons. That's okay. Uh, Falcons and Giants, but they were like last-minute, crazy, exciting games. And then last – was it not yesterday? Two days ago, the uh, game against the Bucks was just a huge upset and a, a pretty awesome ending. Um, but just like – Man, the adrenaline I get. I'm like, even though we're three and six, I'm pumped for those wins. Now, here is the question, though. If I started eating green bean casserole all the time, I probably wouldn't get as excited for it or, like, claim to like it as much. Mm-hmm. So it begs the question, is there a case to be made that it's better to root for a slightly below average to, to bad team because each regular season win – is that much more gratifying as opposed to potentially rooting for, all right, let's, let's leave the Patriots out of this because of all the crazy amount of Super Bowls they've won. But like, let's say the Packers, right? The Packers have won all of one Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. So how satisfying are the Packers regular season wins 
because they're never going mean, to be big underdogs, right? It's yeah. almost just a relief if they win. Yeah. So maybe this is just the fans of bad teams talking, but I would kind of argue that there's there's something to be said for being a fan of a bad team. No, I uh, I actually think that there's a lot of merit to what you're saying, and um, especially because I feel like the Falcons kind of embody what would be, I mean, obviously debilitating losses for most of the last 20 years, <laughs> but yeah. I think without those, and if they had just been normal losses, say all of our blown leads were just normal losses, mm. our trajectory of winning to bad seasons is actually really good. Mm. Um, we've got, you know, NFC championship like nine years ago, then a few years of lackluster teams and then Super Bowl trip where we were probably the best team in the league and then kind of fizzled out. And then we've been bad for the last couple of years, but we've had some exciting wins. I think that's, you don't obviously want to be bad every year and you just only have exciting wins. I think that there are years where it's more like a season to season basis. Yeah. If that makes sense. Agreed. So if, if the Packers had had their Super Bowl run and then their multiple ifs or NFC championship runs sprinkled in with years where they weren't as good. Those, those wins would mean more. Definitely. So I think you're totally right. I like the idea that just if you're, you know, season to season, you come in with different expectations. You come in as the Packers, you're always expected to go to the playoffs and be a contender, but the Falcons, you know, some years they've been expected to be good and they've been bad. And some years it's vice versa. So you Mm -hmm. grab back. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that one a lot, actually. Okay. You're up. All right. Uh, I like this one. (laughs) This is the Black Olives Award. My family Thanksgiving for me is not complete without plopping a couple black olives on my fingers and wriggling them in the air. And the league feels a little more complete with award winner this year, Russell Wilson, Mm. back from a finger injury. The Seahawks aren't quite right yet. But Russ always seems to pull off some magic, and I expect to see it down the stretch. And sometimes during Thanksgiving, I will forget to put the black olives in my fingers, or I just won't plop them in my mouth. And then uh, midway through a meal, I'll see them, and I grab a couple, and it's the salty you know, break I need between my Thanksgiving plate to just bring it all together. So is he, in this case, Russell is the olives. He is uh, a, He's a the staple. olive fingers. He's the olive yeah, finger. He's a staple. Yeah. yeah and he's, he's also the finger tandem because of his injury. It was just going yes, as well. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I think we've, t- we, I mean, we've obviously talked about Thanksgiving food many times. Um, I don't specifically recall black olives at many of my Thanksgiving dinners. Um, right. I'm all, all in on Maybe it. Maybe most don't. Yeah. No. I and love black olives. I bet you, you look funny with olive fingers because of your short stubby hands. Oh, I mean, Very funny. they stopped fitting. They stopped fitting when I turned like 11. So should... it's just been, it's just me destroying <laughs> olives and then still eating them though. You know what you should do? You should huh. get a giant olive hat, a black olive hat to uh... put on your bald head as well as on your little fingies. <laughs> 11th finger that would be awesome i bet there's something out there like that i'm i'm very intrigued okay i'll look into that okay that would be a funny just standalone halloween costume if you told people (laughs) i'm I'm a thanksgiving finger (laughs) that would be fantastic (laughs) Uh, i'm gonna do that i need to make a note in my phone (laughs) or else i'm gonna forget (laughs) okay good oh okay good um, all, right, all right. All right. I will be giving out the sweet potatoes award. This is a pretty simple mm. one. 
okay. sweet potatoes. What a lot of people probably like about them, the texture, they're quite soft. Mm-hmm. As are the award winner, which is roughing the passer calls in the NFL. Obscenely soft and very frustrating, unless you're on the, the right side of it, gambling-wise or fantasy-wise. But, God, it's ridiculous. Like It's just every year, and especially this year, it's at a whole new level. It seems like every week they find a way to one-up themselves with some pussy-ass call. Just right, barely right. touching the quarterbacks yeah. and that could be horrible. Yeah. I feel like uh, both of us are enough of f- football purists as well, where even when it happens for the Falcons, I just mm-hmm. think to myself, this is fucking stupid. I hate this rule so much. Yes, definitely. When a drive gets extended. Luckily for me, the Falcons never reward themselves by actually scoring on a drive when that happens. So that's good. But Wasn't like there's, there- there's so many games this year where they would have been decided because a plague or a drive got extended with a roughing the passer that was just utter bullshit or like a taunting penalty. It sucks. Yeah. Taunting is a whole nother thing. Wasn't there a really bad one chase young on Matt Ryan? I think there was probably, or maybe, maybe our biases don't remember it the same way, but I'm pretty sure there was one where they, yeah, no, you probably got called. And I was like, Mm -hmm. but we won. And you won. So football gods got it right. That's right. Uh, The great award. Noel. good, good pick. Thank you. I should have branched out more from players slash teams, but that's that's what I did. That's what you did. That's what I did. Um, all right, moving on. Okay. I will be giving the ambrosia salad. Do you know what this is? Remind me. I believe we've talked about it before. It's the fruit salad with the marshmallows all around it. It's sure. kind of got mandarin oranges and maybe like grapes or some shit in it. Yeah. Um, much like when my aunt show up with ambrosia salad i hope every year they realize that we don't like it that much and the only people that do like it are the ones that make it uh the only people who want the patriots to still be good are the patriots fans and them being competitive again competitive again is disappointing so the ambrosia salad award goes to the new england (laughs) patriots i'm tired of having them around right right and then there's patriots fans out there saying like oh it's the so much better for the league when the patriots are good (laughs) Nah, fuck that. And uh, my Thanksgiving table is complete because I have this marshmallowy bullshit with <laughs> mandarin oranges that are kind of broken down because of the, the sugars and the acids combined. It's terrible. It's not good. It is terrible. Um, yeah. I don't um, until they actually do something without Brady. I don't like hate them as much because I just have this feeling that eventually Mac Jones is just going to kind of suck and they, they won't do anything, especially if they like Win a Super Bowl here in the next year? Oh my God, I will not be happy. If the Falcons and or sorry, if the Patriots entered a Falcons era of losses, man, I would be happy. That would be that sweet. would be amazing. I will say I was sort of rooting for Cam with the Patriots, but don't have That's to worry fine. about that anymore. That was understandable. Yeah. Uh, okay. Good. Uh, wait. I don't want another bad body quarterback being good for the Patriots, though. What is the what is the root of Ambrosia? What does that mean? Is that a place ambrosia is um nectar of the gods i believe it is norse are you making this up no oh i'll i'll look up the actual definition please do because i don't think i've ambrosia in ancient greek myths ambrosia ambrosia is the food or drink of the greek gods often depicted as conferring longevity or immortality ah Okay, that's a uh, cocky mm-hmm. ass name to name your shitty marshmallow fruit mm-hmm. salad. It is indeed, Grandma. Grandma, 
bitch. All right. All right, next my next one, one is this one is simply called the Piece of Garbage Award. Um, every year at Thanksgiving, uh, I tend to just listen. I tend to just sit around all day and do nothing but eat, drink, watch football like a total piece of garbage. There's often people working their fingers to the bone in the kitchen. I will do the bare minimum. I, you know, I'll peel some potatoes. Don't get me wrong. Peeling potatoes is a, is a cathartic exercise sometimes. I like it. I do too. Other than that, I'm, I'm pretty useless. I am a piece of garbage. So I'm going to give that to Roger Goodell. It's the piece of garbage award. Uh, pretty pretty mm, you can give this to him pretty much any year but this specifically is in regards to the washington football team scandal where uh it's just just quite clear that everyone in the organization should be fired and potentially jailed but goodell is just covering <laughs> covering for him and just like yeah well the, the women want confidentiality so uh we're just not going to release the findings it's just it's just sad especially as a fan of the team who wants if Snyder's out of there, it's just going to help. It's like the Clippers getting rid of Sterling. Like it, yeah. Not that the Clippers have actually won anything since, but they've actually been respectable since then. Um, so anyway, Goodell gets the piece of garbage award. Yeah. Uh, shout, shouts out to, I don't know if shouts out the right word, but uh, Gruden <laughs> is going to get a huge sum of money because they do not want to go to court at all. Yeah. A massive sum of money. Yeah, stupid amount of money. Um, and he already – how much of his Raiders contract – because he signed like a $100 million contract with the Raiders. I don't know. 10 years, 100. So I don't know how much he had to forfeit after being fired. He was coach of – he's coach for four years. Is that right? If that. Maybe this was his fourth. Maybe third. I don't think he was around. Eh, it's probably fourth. It's probably his fourth. I feel like our coaches' coaches contracts can't be fully guaranteed, can they? No, I'm sure there weren't. But I'm sure you made a boat. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. of money, at least. Yeah. Uh good, good, good award, Noel. That's yeah. uh yeah. The perennial, the perennial all-star at the piece of garbage. Roger yes. Goodell, you suck. Yeah. Making whatever fifty million dollars a year. Nonsense. Did you see a preview for the movie coming out called National Champions? Is this the Russell Westbrook? movie or sorry russell wilson ep movie he is in it but i wouldn't call it the, i think what is he's the, the ep what's the ep mean executive producer ah then it probably is because he was actually in the trailer but there were a okay. bunch of other player stuff so it's about a you, kid trying to get like his nil while leading a team or something like that right? he's um i just saw so jk simmons is the coach of a team who's in the national championship in college and uh, the player, the, the star player who's going to be the first overall pick decides to boycott the game and tries to get everybody to boycott the game because his teammates aren't getting paid. Blah, blah, blah. So I don't know. Like, I'll probably watch it. Probably won't go see it. Yeah. I do like J.K. Yeah, we'll Simmons. See. Do you like that? I love J.K. Simmons. Yeah. 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 yeah it's Montana. Big Fork Playhouse legend. That's exactly right. Okay. So um, I just, you said. Yeah. My, uh, my thing. Dell's salary and I, in the, in the trailer, they're. He's just listing off like the president of the NCAA makes five million and the mm. boosters make this. And blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. All right. Um, okay. My uh, final award. Yeah. Yep. My final award, Noel, is the Cranberry Sauce Award. Mm. 
much like cranberry sauce ruining the overall flavor on a perfect Thanksgiving plate. Odell Beckham Jr. seems to just destroy the team chemistry of every team oh. he's on. <laughs> you just went double at my heartstrings. <laughs> Brutal. Oh, I forgot you're a cranberry guy. Yeah. You remember uh, I'm an Odell guy. Yeah, I did remember you're an Odell guy. Um, that's like saying, uh, man, <laughs> your wife really sucks. She reminds me of your mom. <laughs> you're like, oh, I thought the pain was over. Uh, oh, <laughs> um, well, uh, I don't know what to say. You like... <laughs> You prefer black olives to cranberry on Thanksgiving. So I do. I do. Related. Very much so. It's all right. My mom is a huge cranberry sauce person. I, I'm fine with it there. I just, I don't want it anywhere near my plate personally. I will believe in Odell until he retires. So, mm, Did I tell you about the, the um, I can't remember if I told you about the, uh, the Thanksgiving flavors for salt and straw here, the, the ice cream? No. They make like new flavors for every holiday slash month. And um, they made a turkey bacon cranberry ice cream. Phenomenal. Really, really good. Wow. Yeah, really good. And a uh, hot butter roll. <laughs> wow. That's, that is good ice cream. very good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Nate has been, was telling me how uh, he who has a child who drinks milk, but he also drinks a lot of milk. He's got signed up for this milk delivery service, and every month they have a different flavor of milk. And Shut up. Are you serious? I swear, yeah, I swear. So, like, in October, it was, like, Halloween-themed, and it was, like, um, some, like, black, like, spooky spooky flavor or whatever he said. Mm, just made I don't Rowan, know. Made Rowan's I don't know. totally black and his own as well. So, <laughs> but it was, like, cookies and cream flavored, though. Oh, okay. okay, okay. The one this month is like some eggnog with like, maybe I'm making this up. I want to say you said like peppermint or something like that. Oh, but he says it's really good and he's super into it. So I'm a big milk. I, I, uh, Joe is now the subscription fiend. He's on like five different <laughs> subscription services right now. He's got a nice. sock subscription. He just signed up for a coffee one. I think they've got the bark box for Louie. They've got mm. another one too. Uh, Get him subscriptions out there. <laughs> I know. I, I should. I should message him. They don't drink old or milk, but uh, I will. There's I'll get into it. Maybe subscription for everything. I did yeah. have the beer one for a while. Um, yeah, I'd be interested. Oh yeah, from Katie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What what if, if I, I did one Jersey again? tea subscription service. Holy Santa Claus! Shit, that do would be just, sick. Maybe we should make. Do that. we just come up? I feel like I bet there's I, a business out there for us. I think I came up with it. Fuck. <laughs> we should look into that, though. We should look into it. Okay. That. I love the idea. That's not out there. I, I mean, that's a viable question. How does it... Oh, we have to think of how that works. What if it's like every time a player leaves a team and, like, those jersey tees, like, stop being made or go on sale or whatever? That's who you get. And then those mm. become, like, pretty sweet retro jersey tees. Okay. I it doesn't mean, have to be. No, no, no. I, I, like, well, I think that there would have to be we get a, like different tiers to our plan. Maybe mm. that's one of the like the packages we offer. Sure. And then there's a star players package where you're just getting, you know, the best player from each team, and it's kind of a rotating one or whatever. You can Good do point. like six month year long subscription point. 
or maybe but you're getting them at random. So you're not just guaranteed to get, you know, Giannis, Steph. If you and I sign up for the same package, are we getting the same shirts or is it random? They send a random one to every person. Random. Gotta be Uh, random because we got to compare. It's like getting a pack of baseball cards. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got Giannis. Oh, who'd you get? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I feel like it would be easier and financially wise to make it so everybody gets the same one. But this is also 100% hypothetical. So that's true. I forget mean, the hypothetical for now. I feel like I'm about to start a business. All right, fine. I'm we, sorry, we count me in. You yeah. can have well, 47% of the business. I just want everyone to know that it was my idea. That's all I care about. <laughs> Which fair. the pod will prove we have it on. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. The last Thanksgiving award. Um, this one is called the November Christmas tree award. <gasps> so people who put up their Christmas tree before Thanksgiving. Um, and really it's called the November Christmas tree, but it's really just about Christmas music and Christmas lights and Christmas things that everyone tends to want to put up the day after Halloween especially like Christmas music. And then by the time Christmas goes around, you're so sick of Christmas music. Um, this is going to go to the Raiders. And in the sense that the past, like, I don't know, as long as I can remember, feels like every year they start off hot. They, they start off five and two or, you know, four and one or whatever. Everyone thinks, oh, maybe this is the Raiders year. And by the end of the year, they're seven and nine, eight and eight. And everyone's like, oh, it's the same old Raiders. Now, I kind of have a little faith in this Raiders team, so I've been sucked in. But by Christmas time, I'm wondering if I'm going to realize, no, it's the same old Raiders. I love this. Uh, peaked Like a peak too early award kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Almost. Yeah. Yeah, this is really good. This might be your best award yet. I, I really enjoy the way you incorporated another holiday into the Thanksgiving awards. See? It's very, very smart. What up? Um, and I, I have no comments. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> Um, yeah, in my opinion, you really should be other... thinking about Christmas until after. Thank yeah, you. I agree. Um, the only other one that I think would be up for the award is unfortunately the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, especially this they've year. Had a, yeah. They've they had a tough fun. go. Yeah, they've had a tough go for the last month. I don't know what happened to that team. They looked, they looked like they were possibly top six in the league at one point. I don't know. I would like to give myself a slight pat on the back for pumping the brakes immediately at the Herbert love because like people wanted to crown him so hard as like the next biggest thing after like two games yeah. this year after against Washington. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he was great last year. He was he had a he was rookie of the year, I think. But let's 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 let him play a couple of years before we say he's an MVP caliber guy. So. That's fair. But they, yeah, I fall for the Chargers all the time. And I and I said on the pod last week that I shouldn't bet on Chargers or Vikings games. I decided to go the over on that game. Lost it, of course. That really of course you did. Yeah. yeah. Okay, any other thoughts on Thanksgiving awards? I have no MNGs this time. No, these are uh, – I feel, I feel good about all my awards. Me too. Me too. I think we did a nice job. Great yeah. work, Coin. Great work, Noel. All right, Coin, it is time for – Week 11 of The Bookie Show. Do Bookie Show. Um, <laughs> Coin, we did not make the best picks last week. I uh, apologize if anybody actually bets with us. It's, yeah, it's... hopefully you guys faded us. Now, we've, when I... we've actually never done that bad. 
So never. This is definitely our worst week of all time. So there's nowhere to go but up. Coin. Last week you were zero and five. Did not win Correct. a bet. That puts you. You were five games over five hundred. You are currently now twenty five and twenty five in your fifty bets this year. Let's go. Uh, but because you bet big, you are still plus two hundred nineteen dollars. Nice work. Breaking um, even in bets, remember, is good. It is good. Making money is even better. Mm-hmm. Um, I did way better than you. I was zero four and one. Mm, and that is nice because tie. my nice Toto tie. pick was the Lions, who I picked before Big Ben went out, which helped me a little bit having Mason Mason Rudolph in there. And then they just utterly blew the game. They could have mm-hmm. either. Either yeah. way, they tied, and it was pathetic. So I'm 0-4 and one. I am 22, 29 and one on the year. Not 29. Nice. Yeah. Shouts to nice. That's I wanted to get to 29, and now I'll just win every game. So I, got I like that. Not smart. I am minus 120. Okay. So we're about up 100 bucks as a, as a team. On <laughs> as a unit. As a unit. <laughs> um, but we're gonna turn it around right here. Uh, yep. I will note that we have each wagered 1,000 dollars on the pot so plus a hundred on two thousand dollars wager what's that R? that's a hundred ten percent that's better than your normal uh, ira i believe uh it would be five percent i believe well we're, we're plus a hundred total you're uh, you're at twenty percent i'm at negative so we're, we're going <laughs> team here because i'm running the show team sorry yes we are at five percent yeah yeah that's probably right in line with your normal Roth ira okay good there you go Okay, we will start off with a big hashtag teaser night football. We have got I'm sad. This saddens me. Rematch. The New England Patriots minus seven at the Atlanta Falcons. Over under is 47 and a half. Gotta let you weigh in on this first coin. Your thoughts. It sucks that the Falcons did what they did this last week because this was easily the most interested I've been in a game in like a Thursday night football game in probably eight weeks. Mm. I don't know. The I feel that the NFL for a bit was dishing out decent games for Thursday. And uh, recently they've really succumbed to the normal Thursday routine of just putting out the worst possible teams. Right. Um. My notes say, I don't know, man. I really don't. I concede. It feels like the play is Patriots minus one and over 41 and a half, but it's more of an emotional hedge than anything. Corderell might not be able to play this game. Um, here's the deal. I think the move is Falcons minus or plus 13. Okay, I'm in. You convinced me already. I think the Pats are definitely better than the Falcons. Are the Falcons going to get their ass handed to them twice in a row? Once at home? They might. Yeah. Are the Pats? Yeah. This would be three straight blowouts for the Pats, right? They just they just had two huge blowouts in a row, I think. If I'm, if I'm and we don't even think Mac Jones is good. <coughs> we don't. Well, we're going to find out because I haven't watched a, a start-to-finish Mac Jones game, so this will be the first time. We'll decide if mm-hmm. he's good. Mm-hmm. But Matt Ryan is worth – covering a 13 point spread i would think i agree more than getting their asses kicked and also i think this line was probably 
five and a half before last week when the Patriots dominated the Browns and the Falcons got dominated by the Cowboys. So it probably moved at a point and a half is my guess. So That's fair. Um, I like the Falcons. And yeah, we just, I think we've picked the over for like six straight weeks and we're like five to six. So keep it rolling. We picked. Yeah. Uh, the, the, there's the, definitely an argument to be made that the Falcons might not get enough points to get there, but. I do. I mean, I was saying Patriots. I really do think that it's not likely the Falcons lay an egg twice in a row. I guess we will find out. Um, the Dolphins Ravens game was, was strange. That was a weird game. That was a tough one. We weren't the only ones yeah. missing on that. So. No. Okay. We will be taking the Falcons plus 13 and over 41 and a half. Yep. Yep. Let me write this down so I don't forget. Come on, Cuns. Come on, I feel cons. like uh, the, this is the play, especially if you're doing it to your own team, because you, you got to think of the best of two of three outcomes. So Falcons, Falcons win. I'm jacked, and they've covered this bet. Falcons win by or lose by a small margin. I'm still okay because we covered this bet, and then mm-hmm. Falcons lose like two out of one, two out of three times. I'm doing all right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, totally yeah. agree. And if you – bet the Pats and then the Falcons win. You've just then put a damper on the Falcons win. That's pretty much it. Yeah. That's so it. We've got to yeah. go with it. Okay. I agree. All right. Give me your first pick of week 11. Cool. First pick, Noel, uh, straight bet Packers minus two and a half Packers are nine and one against the spread. Haven't lost against the spread since the saints game, which is bonkers. The law oh. of large numbers, which we love to go, go at uh, says they're due, but I don't really want to bet against them yet. This was like probably stay away number one for me, especially this yeah. division game. Totally. Turkey and the Vikings, uh, you know, look pretty decent. But two and a half, you're getting that that half point there is nice. Mm-hmm. Don't hate it. Don't hate it. Definitely. All right, I'm gonna go uh, basically against one of my Thanksgiving awards. I'm gonna take the Raiders plus one. Um, I probably maybe I'll change. I'm gonna change this now. Might as well give me the money line. Because at least you're getting what? Is it probably pick them or 100? It's like it's probably 105. Like, yeah, it's probably minus 105. Maybe plus 105. Um, I don't know. The, the, you can usually throw out a lot of division games in general. And just because Mahomes kind of found his groove and dominated the Raiders. I thought, like, if you watch their D-line, like Crosby, that dude was, like, beating the, the Chiefs tackle every play. Every, play. every single game. And he's, uh, he's, he's really good. Max Crosby really is good. good. And yeah. again, we've seen the Bengals against teams with good pass rushes struggle. Um, I know Bengals are off a of bye, but I just don't trust them. I think they had their prove it game against the Browns and got absolutely destroyed. Yeah. Um, so they get, they just have to prove it to me again. And the Raiders looked great for two games before getting housed by the chiefs and people get housed by the chiefs. So I'm throwing it out. That happens. Yeah, it's bound to happen. And it, that felt like a game that um, a few things don't go a certain way in the first or second quarter. It probably doesn't end up like that. Yeah. Or the Deshaun Jackson fumble. Like if that's that doesn't what I mean. happen, it's Deshaun like Deshaun Jackson fumble. Yeah. Uh, there's a few drops. I know when they were trying yeah. to get moving past the first down, a lot of things break differently and it just, it's, yeah. it's a different game. Or you have the, the momentum exists. The no wheel to Daryl Williams where Mahomes just hucked it up. Might have been like fourth down. And the running back, who I don't think he's that good, makes an awesome play in the end zone. Probably should have been fixed. Incredible. 
incredible. incredible. Catches with his hands. I, was, like, I, I forgot that was one of the things I did want to talk to you about. Mahomes doesn't look the same. No, I the, will say the throws he's making yeah. are not that good. I would say the majority of that game he looked better, I thought, than he's looked in the past. But yeah, a lot of those, even a lot of those throws against the Raiders, I'm like, what? A is lot that? of the long balls were underthrown. Mm-hmm. That one that that guy made was a terrible pass. It was not a good pass. Or overthrown. There were several where he had guys deep yeah. that you just are, you're were accustomed to him just dropping those in nicely and he just launches them too far. Mm-hmm. But we will see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I like the bet. I actually do like that bet a lot. Okay. Um, I'm going to go back to a teaser. I haven't done one in a bit. Uh, I'm going to go with Cowboys plus eight and a half at the Chiefs. Uh, I think that the Cowboys can score with the Chiefs. And I just, I don't, I don't really believe in the Chiefs doing that twice in a row. That kind of blowout thing. I don't think they have it in them. I Believe me, if they win this game, I'm all back in and I'll start betting on the Chiefs again. But they've just kind of screwed me this year. They have. I like the Browns minus four at the Lions. I think the Browns bounce back. Nick Chubb's back. Um, the Lions had another devastating not win. And I think they're just it, – you just regress back to being a shit team. They, they mm. suck. They're not good. Yeah. Um, and then it's also Jared Goff going up against Miles Garrett. So <laughs> – and then I'm taking a Ravens pick them at the Bears. I don't really feel that awesome about any of these games, to be honest with you. But uh, I think that this is the way I'm leaning, so I'm going to go with it. I uh, that You probably noticed my facial expressions. I'm not yeah, a fan of that, um, but I also <laughs> basically <laughs> refuse to bet the Cowboys in general, so that's part of it. That's um, fair. That's fair. And then, gosh, I don't know, the Browns. I've been on the Browns all year, uh, and mm-hmm. I'd say that more often than not, they've done me well, but um yeah i don't know kind of scare me is baker just like does he is he just hurt or does he suck or i don't think baker knows man yeah he's just doing his thing i guess he looked awesome in the first game that odell was gone and then he went back to look yeah shit so i will not be joining you with that bet as evidence also by my next pick and i will be taking the chiefs minus two and a half against cowboys um maybe i'm in the middle it's okay yeah that's true we could uh, I got sucked back in. I I needed Mahomes to go off to win fantasy, and he just he had um, 400 yards and five touchdowns. So, yeah, he did pretty well. I agree mm-hmm. that some of those were kind of lucky, um, and he probably had some like draft picks again and stuff. But um, it's kind of like your Packers bet. I think the Chiefs should win, and you're you know two and a half is nicer than three. So you're just getting a free point or a free half point. I mean, at, at that point. You're essentially getting a pick at minus 110, it feels to me. Not off. I mean, I kind of got screwed this last weekend because of the Titans, but it yeah. doesn't happen very often. The public loves the screwed. Cowboys, so you're, you know, you typically you get a little more than against them. Yeah. Yeah. But also I think the against the spread-wise, the Chiefs are one of the worst in the league, and the Cowboys are one of the best. So. I think the Chiefs might be two and seven. Yeah. And six. And the Cowboys okay. at one point were like undefeated. So undefeated, yeah. Um, all right. I'm gonna go to a prop next, Noel. I love that. Give it to me. I will be taking Stefan Diggs receiving yards plus Jonathan Taylor rushing yards over 174 and a half combined at even money. 
The only thing that actually worries me in this game is the digs receiving yards. I seems a little bit like the Bills line has been shaky throughout the year. Jonathan Taylor has just been getting his nut every single game. That guy is a fucking monster. I did not believe him going in the year. He is good. Jonathan Taylor definitely is stupid good. Yes. Yeah. He's going to lead the league in rushing. Um, I'm totally in. Whatever you put on it, throw it down. On okay. It. You always right. you always throw these props. So they always sound so tasty. Right. Right. Um, you and I have talked about this for about a month that we both think it's it's Diggs is about to blow up and he Diggs just blew up. He just Diggs blew up. I think he had like nine for one seventy in a tug or something. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he he strings out a bunch of hundred yard games. He led the league in receiving last year, didn't he? Or mm-hmm. at least catches, or I don't know, no. whatever it was. Receiving, yeah. He he's due. He he's been he's been fine. He hasn't been horrible, but uh, I mean, Sanders has been getting a lot, and uh, I think you just saw Joshy coming back to to Diggs last week. So yeah, yeah, and then Taylor, yeah, the Bills D is just stupid good, but Taylor's gonna get his. So for whatever reason, the midpoint of the season does seem like a time where uh, quarterbacks kind of realize that. I was trying to figure out the offense. Maybe I could spread it around a bit more, but let me go to my workhorses because Kirk Cousins did the exact same thing and just absolutely fed Jefferson last week. It was amazing. Yes. And I traded for Jefferson in one league and for Diggs in one league because we both both felt the same thing. So mm-hmm. it was amazing. And Jefferson and Jefferson is, in every speaking league. of dudes that are good, that dude is <laughs> Jefferson so good. Is so good. Oh my god, dude. I just I yeah. all the catches he was making. It's absurd. Dude, he's crazy. Very good. Yeah. The LSU receivers, I guess. Because mm-hmm. Jamar Chase also mm-hmm. good. Oh, they meant Odell. Like, meant Odell. <laughs> okay, I will say one last thing on Odell. Anytime they bring up, like, most receiving yards in the first, like, two seasons or 30 games or whatever, Odell's numbers are out of the world. Like Insane. Yeah, they're absolutely insane. Anyway. I agree. Um, all right, my last pick. I just got burned pretty bad on uh, NFC favorite on Monday night with the Rams. Yeah, same. We both did. Lost a lot of my other Rams. Don't care. Team that has care. looked like absolute dog shit for two straight weeks and is favored by 11 points on Monday night. Give me the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus 11 against the New York Giants coming off a bye. Here's my reasoning. Um, Come on, they don't lay three sinkers in a row. Second of all, nah. the Bucks have been a different team at home versus the road this year. They have not lost at home, and pretty much all their home games, they've spanked some ass, and they've mm-hmm. just been trash on the road. So mm-hmm. you're getting an extra day to prepare, um, not compared to the Giants, but just like settle in, get home, dominate Daniel Jones at home. They're probably pretty pissed off after losing to Washington and Trevor Simeon and Taylor Heineke in consecutive games. I don't know that they could then go and lose to Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones probably can cover the 11 point spread, but I'm just going to go ahead and, and lay the points. Uh, you know, I'm actually a fan of uh, betting the, the favorites now. I feel like I avoided it for a long time because I was always worried. But I think more often than not, it hits. And also, I did hear a stat the other day that uh, up until last week, favorites of eight plus points were 27 and 0 coming in not against the straight spread, up but yeah, that's straight up. straight up yeah so so they'll win like yeah, we did lose something in the 11 points but yeah yeah up i think it was might have been up until the bills losing to the jags which sucks but well and then we 
Well, there was probably a couple last week too because we were there was yeah ten and a half, but yeah, up until that point, yeah, I guess. Yep, yep, yep. So, all right, those are our picks. Right. Uh, now it is time for the Toto underdog picks with the Wizards of Odds. Toto, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. We're after the Wizards. I wonder what Wizards of Odds. You went high on that one. That was like one a high octave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, tough week for Coin and Noel. Coin had the Browns. He got smacked. Um, but it was easily my worst pick of the year. <laughs> it was so bad. Not close. Uh, I think they were up 7 nothing, and they gave up 45 yeah. unanswered. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That's right. You are still a blazing 7-3 and three straight up on underdog picks. 8-2 and two against the spread. I am Oz. The great and powerful. Uh, we already went through my Lions pick, which I stand by. I am now three, six, and one straight up. And my underdog picks are five and five against the spread. So at least hey, that's not bad. Yeah, it can't be bad. Um, I don't know whose turn it is. I never remember. It is my turn this week, Noel. Okay. What do you like? Uh, this was a tough week, actually. Um either really low favorites or really high ones. And so I went with a mid one because it just feels like too many points in an uncertain game where this quarterback could do anything. I'm not actually sure if they'll win, but seven feels like too many points for the Colts. And I think that the bills have an awesome or don't have an awesome rushing D. And so for that reason, I'm going to take the bills plus two forty five on the money line. Wow. That is a very surprising pick. I know. I hate picking against the Bills. I do think, and I know you might not agree as someone who has money on Josh Allen as MVP, but I guess I guess there is a lack of a, a uh, true favorite. But I don't think Josh Allen's been that great. He's been great no, in half the games. And then half the games. The only thing that buoys him is nobody else has really been that great. Either. That's problem. That's the exact problem. Um but anyway, surprising to hear you take the Bucks. I or the bet against the Bills. I do like it. Colts are just you know like we talked about. Wentz. They're frisky. They're weird. Wentz could be awesome, and he could yeah. dominate, make it win. So okay. So you will get this if you get your pick right. I. The feeling take, I know where you're going. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Washington football team. Yeah. Second time in three weeks I've taken them, uh, and probably the only one that they win is the one I don't take them. But here's the deal. I was pissed off that we have to play against Cam instead of Darnold or P.J. Walker. But as usually happens with these things, I think, with this Cam comeback, he had this crazy awesome break onto the scene thing last week. They don't usually just, like, keep balling out and, like, it's just this storybook ending. There's going to be some bumps in the road. Like, he's actually going to be the starting quarterback now, and he hasn't actually played football all season. Um, I don't really have a ton of faith in our team, but I think having healthy Gibson back, I think we ran the ball well last week. I think our defense played well despite not having two of our best players, um, which means that we can still hang. So, I don't know. That's just really saying – I don't. Th- I think there's going to be some growing pains getting Cam reintegrated into the offense, and I think we could take advantage of that. So, Washington plus three and a half. Uh, I don't know what the. I actually is. really like this pick. Um, yeah. I I agree that this seems like 
I don't know what it is for me. I I want to like Cam a lot. I just think he looks so stupid sometimes <laughs> that true. I just can't really like him. Yeah. Cam Cam was so handsome and clean cut for a while. I really liked his look. I just think he looks bad now. Yeah, the hair is not great. And then I mean, I guess you can say what you want about the fashion, but just in general. I mean, he's just got that big smile. He's a good looking dude, but great smile. Looks like a you think those are real teeth? Dumbass. Those veneers. Okay. Maybe real. Um, what is your money line? What is two forty five? Two forty five, and I am at one sixty five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those have been our Toto picks with the Wizards of Oz. No way to You're to see the wizards, the wizard of Oz. All right. Um, what time is it now? It is 10.33. Mm. Oh, it looks like it's little time for... That's right, everybody. It's time for Stump Town in the Spider-Man the Shitty Show with Kobe's Walkers. No, it is my turn to stump you this week. Good luck, bitch. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and turn our brains towards the NBA for a minute. How do you think about that? That sounds fantastic. This season, my absolute guy and the dude LeBron was possibly comparing me to and making a joke about at the 2019 Lakers-Blazers game, Alex Caruso, is near the top of the league in steals as just a bench player with two and a half per game. Hmm. Leading this league miraculously is 35-year-old Chris Paul, who has now done so, not including this time, six times in his career. Wow. He held the title in 2007-08 and 08-09. He then took a one-year break before going on a four-year streak, leading the league in steals from 10-11 season to 13-14. I wanted to do a steals-based stumpy because of my guy Caruso, but Chris Paul kind of just dominates the list so heavily that it wouldn't be very fun. So let's go to another defensive metric. Let's do it. Go to blocks instead. Leading the league this season, though, is Miles Turner, who is one block per game clear of anybody else at 3.3 per game. If he holds on, this would be Turner's third blocks title. Since the year 2000, seven players, including Turner, have multiple seasons in leading the league in blocks. So each player you guess will get that many points. So whatever, two, three. So there's 21 seasons total. Okay. Uh, you will get the ones that also have just one, yeah. But also the ones that have multiple count for multiple. Okay. Um, I want you to get to eleven total, and I'll even give you the two from Turner to start. So you only need nine more points. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. Cool. Uh, this guy jumped out immediately. I want to go with Ben Wallace. Love the pick. Wasn't sure if you were going to get it. That is correct, Noel. Ben Wallace has led the league, led the league one time in blocks in 2001-2002. Three and a half per game. Okay, I got an early one off the board. It's good. All right. How about Dwight Howard? A great pick, Noel. In both 2008-2009 and 2009-2010, Dwight Howard led the league in blocks. So you are up to five total points now. Next coin, I'd like to go with DeAndre Jordan. 
A great pick, Noel, but it's wrong. Ah. Um, DeAndre Jordan has actually never led the league in blocks. There was so a year he was first-team All-NBA, which is wild. I would have thought he would have mm-hmm. Okay, this name just popped in my head as well. How about Andre Drummond? Bad pick? I'm sorry, Noel. Andre Drummond has also never led the league in blocks. Rebounds, yes. I think two or three times okay. now, but okay. unfortunately never blocks. With, with, uh, was it with the Pistons, he was a rebounding machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's focus up. I have another name in mind, but I'm, I think it might be – a little too hasty on these. Think it through. Think it through. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna keep going with my gut. I'm gonna go with Tyson Chandler. I love the pick, Noel, but unfortunately, ah. Tyson Chandler has also never led the league in blocks. Um, I will say, I think you're thinking too old. Okay. I'll give you another strike. The uh, the more recent ones are easier. Easier. I would okay. say than okay. anything from 2000 to 2010. Got it. Okay. Marcus all. <laughs> like you're on the right no. track there, but yeah. All right. I'm drawing Not blanks. No. I got you're drawing blanks. Stumps. Let's give them to me. All right. Uh, so some ones probably be bummed about uh, Rudy Gobert. Mm. Glad the league won. <laughs> That's super. Easy. Oh, you only had one though. Okay. I know only one shocking. Okay. Uh, Anthony Davis led the league three times in blocks. Okay. I I don't know that I would have got there. I had the Lakers. On oh, okay. I feel like I would have had that one. Um, okay. This one I think you'll be bummed about. Serge Ibaka. <laughs> okay. Again, I don't know. I, I don't know that I would have got there. But okay. I was thinking OKC, and I thought Stephen Adams, and then I said, no, nah, he's Okay, and then uh, Hassan Whiteside was another. Mm, okay, That's a tough see, to get to no, but I think that would have been almost more likely. Like he had, he and Drummond, I feel like were mm-hmm. good the same year. Okay, yeah, that's tough. That's, that's it? like that's most of the big ones. Um, oh. And then you've got uh, Bogut led the league once. Mm. Marcus Camby three times. Ah, Camby, AK forty seven once. Gross, he did. Yeah. Kirilenko in 0405. And then the other one is Theo Ratliff is a name I definitely don't know. I've heard the name, but I don't know what team he played for. Or uh, The Hawks. He did it for three different teams in four years, which is kind of crazy. That's pretty damn impressive. Yeah, but I so I did give you enough just on points to get with just Davis, Gobert, Ibaka, I think would have gotten right. there. Right. Okay. Well, I failed. Fair enough. Sorry, no. It's all right. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. It's a hard stop to know. Okay. Well, that has been an episode of The Rookie Show. The Rookie Show. Wow. (laughs) Yay. You can follow follow us at Rookie Show Pod on Twitter and Instagram. We're going to follow you, Coin. You can follow me at King Quan on both Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can follow me at The Cream Fillin on Twitter. You can follow me at C Travis Knoll on Instagram. The C, of course, stands for Cookie Monster. I love it. Cookie Monster Travis Knoll. You're in a blue shirt. Makes Cookies. sense. Right, exactly. I'm in Cookie Monster. All right. Mm-hmm. Who is going to play us out this week? Big week for Taylor. Should we have Taylor play us out? Taylor did have a big week. Should we play uh, Taylor's? 
kind of feel ten, bad for Jill and minute one. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Maybe not. Uh, no, we'll play some Taylor. I'll have to think about it. We okay. got any requests? Mm, yeah, I'm a love story fan, Taylor? of course. Okay. Our song? Picture to Burn? <laughs> well, did we'll she have a version that. of that? No, not that a new one. Song? We got to play okay. it. We got to play a Taylor's version, right? We got to support Taylor. Oh, yeah. It's got to be Taylor's version. Scooter Braun. <laughs> Frick off, Scooter. Frick off. Is that who was hers, too? Hmm? Scooter Braun had her, too. Yeah, who or... was the other one he had? Bieber, oh uh, really? Yeah, probably. Makes Holy sense. shit! Yeah, well, Scooter he like, Brown is rich as. Fuck. Believe me, Katie's filled me in on this whole scenario. So Scooter Brown, okay. I guess. Sold is Katie a Taylor it. Taylor person? I wouldn't have guessed. She that. in the past few years has really become a Taylor person. Okay, she was like the okay. last couple albums that she's come out with. She's been all over. So, okay. um, I did not. Scooter Brown sold all of Taylor's music to some other third party, who is now suing Scooter Brown. For a bunch of money because they basically aren't going to make any money off of it and they i don't know i don't know how that works exactly mm-hmm. so there you go okay all right play us out t-swift t-swift all right see, see you later peace